This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Gonna talk about the Fort McMurray fire now uh, and the situation. And, uh, you know, primarily, as you know, the town was evacuated as best it could be. And uh, in order to make that happen, hundreds, literally hundreds of Mounties were called into the area from all over the place. And they went up. They assisted in the evacuation. They were also there to secure the community afterwards. I was up there for, I don't know, like a week after the fire or as it was still burning, I guess. Um, And they were responsible for security. Nobody could go in or out of Fort McMurray. And then the utilities showed up and they would have to be escorted um, by RCMP. But, you know, if you weren't supposed to be there, you weren't allowed to be there. And the RCMP were the only ones in town patrolling and making sure that, you know, Nobody snuck back in and and tried to loot and all the rest of those things. So it was a big security operation. They spent a lot of time up there. And at the time, the smoke in that area, it was absolutely choking. And there there was no escape from it. It was constant. There was nowhere to go. It was just constant presence in your hair, in your nose, in your eyes, in your throat. You could not get away from it. Um, And you knew it wasn't good, but now we're getting some detailed information on just how not good it was, which I think uh, shouldn't come as a surprise, but it's interesting information. So to find out about this, we're going to chat with Dr. Paige Lacey, who is the co-author of this study and a professor of medicine at the University of Alberta and the former director of research for Alberta Respiratory Care, and Dr. Moitra, co-author of the study as well and a postdoctoral fellow at the Division of Pulmonary Medicine at the University of Alberta. So... Um, doctors, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us this morning. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you for inviting us. Um, why don't I start with you, Dr. Moitra? Just this situation. Uh, I have it right. It is primarily RCMP officers who spent time in the immediate aftermath of the fire in that region, right? That's the test subjects? Right. How many people were involved and what exactly was, were you studying? So we studied 218 RCMP officers who were deployed at the Fort McMurray site to evacuate the people and who were deployed for uh, up to uh, one or two weeks at that site, and we studied them. Okay, so it wasn't, you know, one day or 30 days. It was, it, was there a, like a time frame that you were particularly interested in, or is it just be there for a week or so kind of thing? So as far as we have the information of the, the officers had a maximum spending time of near, mostly two weeks okay. at the site. Gotcha. Um, uh, Dr. Lacey, when, when you take a look at these tests, now we're not talking about pretty run-of-the-mill stunt. This is fairly in-depth testing that you're analyzing, right? Test results? Yes, they are quite in-depth because we use specialized equipment for measuring respiratory function in the officers, together with the people, the doctors at Synergy Respiratory Care in Sherwood Park in Alberta. Okay, so tell us about that testing. How exactly does it work and what, what does it tell you? Well, we had uh, access to information from pulmonary function tests, which are routinely administered for people with lung diseases around Alberta. But we also had more specialized um, measurements that come from something called a body box, which is a whole body plethysmography, which is something that someone steps into. It's a box that you go into, and you, you have to blow into a tube 
which um, measures your lung function. And what we found was that the small airways in those officers uh, were structurally changed. In other words, they were not able to blow out or breathe in as well as a normal person. Uh, that was within three months of the exposure to the wildfires. So this was something that was a fairly immediate response to the wildfires. Um, it was a cross-sectional study, so we couldn't really follow up with the- This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The officers, we would love to do that. Yeah. Um, but we uh, found that the ones that reported within three months of the exposure to the wildfire smokes to Synergy were showing um, reduced lung function. So their small airways were more constricted than usual. Um, if it was more than three months since they were exposed to the wildfires, we didn't see any significant change in the okay. airway function. Interesting. So it looks like this isn't a permanent, long-lasting. It looks like that was an immediate response that seemed to, in some ways, correct itself. Well, that's kind of an assumption that we're making, yeah. but we can't be sure. because We didn't get to, to, to follow up with the officers that came in, unfortunately. Um, so... Dr. Moitra, yeah. just how, how profound was the effect when we talk about they couldn't breathe in or out as well as they could before the exposure to the smoke? How much, I mean, can we say their, their capacity was limited by 50%, 10%, 90%? What, what did you find? So uh, it was not that that profound. So when the officers uh, were screened at the at Synergy Respiratory and Cardiac Care, uh, that was a referral from the the chief medical officer of the uh, RCMP, and the uh, the, off, the chief medical officer uh, asked Dr. Lyle Malenka to have a, a closer look at the pulmonary function of the officers. Uh, at the at the time of screening, they had some respiratory uh, uh, symptoms like coughing. Yeah. But when we screened that, we found that the effect of air pollution on their small airway function was significant, uh, both clinically and statistically. However, uh, that was not a very profound uh, implication. So, like, uh, it, it was certainly not 50% or 90%. It was close to 10%. Okay, okay. Um, I, I, I would think that this kind of information and these findings would be extremely helpful given what we've seen in recent years. Of course, we had the fire. We had one in Slave Lake that was big, not as big as Fort McMurray. Then we had Fort McMurray, but that wasn't the last one that we've seen, you know, even in just in Western Canada. Of course, we saw what happened this summer in British Columbia. So um, what can we learn from the work that you've done in terms of how important it is to protect responders initially and how to go about doing that? 
Absolutely. This is very important uh, and is a, is a great public health concern. So our advice to every all the first responders is to have a properly fitted uh, personal protective equipment uh, so that uh, the officers or the first responders don't get exposed to uh, that very high amount of air pollutants. Uh, and also, uh, we need to make sure that uh, uh, the, the, the first responders who had any kind of underlying uh, respiratory condition mm -hmm. should not should not be exposed to that high amount of uh, smoke because th that may jeopardize their respiratory health in a long term. Makes perfect sense, Dr. Lacey. Is it you know like that PPE, right? That personal protective equipment that needs to be job one if we're going to have response to wildfires going forward. Absolutely. I think um, what happened, from what I understand, um, the RCMP officers didn't all have properly fitting um, PPE or masks that would uh, protect their, their lungs from all the wildfire smoke that you described so well. Um, they were often walking around the streets without any mask yeah, at all. Sure. And um, they really should have been wearing tightly fitting respirators to prevent uh, the exposure to the smoke. Now, what's important is that we saw a short-term effect um, upon acute exposure to smoke. We call that acute exposure when you're just exposed for a couple of weeks. But what we're worried about, what we're concerned about, is going forward into the future, we're very likely going to get wildfires every summer in Alberta. And we really need to try to get the first responders properly protected as well as be, re be really aware that the smoke is quite dangerous to your health. It's, it's, it's like smoking cigarettes continuously if, you, if you're out there breathing without a mask. Um, so these days we're wearing these pandemic masks. Yeah. Those are actually not quite sufficient to block all the particles. They're only partially effective. Um, if you think that you are going to be exposed to very um, thick smoke, it's probably a good idea to get a, a more tight-fitting um, mask of some kind to block the particles from getting into your mouth and nose and into your lungs and so on. Yeah, absolutely. It makes perfect sense. Um, doctors, I, I thank you both for your time this morning. I really appreciate the insight. Oh, thank, thank you, you very much. Us. Thanks so much. Thank you very much.